It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Greetings. Thank you for being here today with Sylvia Global Radio. I'm excited to be your host today, Daisy Villa, and I have a very special guest. I have the honor of interviewing the founder of Sylvia Global, Gail Sylvia, and here she is. Hi, Sylvia. How are you, Gail? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm so proud of you, so proud, absolutely proud of you. Thank you so much for um, being a, a special host here on a featured host here on Sylvia Global Daisy, so glad you're here. No, it's uh, thank you as well. So you've done some great things in the community, and I just been curious and wanting to ask you, like, what made you, what inspired you to found to do this SylviaGlobal.com radio? Mm. I, I meet the most wonderful people, Daisy, everywhere I go. It's it's. Um, it's just always been a part of the good fortune of my life is that I um, just seem to look for uh, the goodness around us, the good that's around us, and mm-hmm. wanting to um, share those wonderful people and friendships and information with others. I, I guess I'm a connector. <laughs> you know, I like to yes, connect people. Uh, I like to partner people in unexpected ways that I can see very easily, but sometimes um, others, you know, wouldn't necessarily have seen it. And so Soviet Global is really a chance to connect all of those friends and resources and information around the world with um, one another. Yeah, that's that's amazing. It's really important to actually have that gift. It's a gift because not that many people have that to actually realize their their own innate feeling of connecting people and actually doing something fulfilling for others and for yourself. Um, when you were growing up, if I may ask, did you have any mentors that um, guided you or inspired you later on in life that you want to thank now? Mm, that I want to thank now. Um, or that influenced you in yeah. any way? Oh, yeah. I... I think that one of the common mistakes that we make as human beings is that the greatest and only influences come in early parts of our life, but the reality is that they're a part of our daily life. So I continue to be inspired or mentored by wonderful people um, at every stage of my life, including now. So thinking back to, you know, the formative years, uh, I think it was probably, it would have been my parents and my grandmother, you know, no doubt about it. And then there was also, uh, you know, high school counselor. You know, there were, um, I'm a great observer of people. So Mm -hmm. I'm certain that 
um, people were mentoring me and they were quite unaware of it. You know, so the most obvious would be my parents and my grandmother. And then beyond that, you know, some just wonderful people, um, depending upon the environment, you know, that I was in, um, just by observing their behavior and their actions, their attitude, and their words. Yes, yes. You know, internalizing um, the good parts and learning which parts not to internalize and um, which parts to let go. Right. That's so important that you make a good point there. Like, things that affect us like lessons in life and what we choose to take as a, actually to learn from or is it something that we have to just let go because some things are not good to internalize, you know. I totally understand. Um, Being the founder of SylviaGlobal.com, what is your vision for it? Mm. It's really, I'm living parts of it right now. Um, The other parts are to bring the visual communications forward. So we've begun taping um, the TV parts of Sylvia Global TV um, for online broadcast oh, to, to share the images. Um, right now, people can just hear our voice, but they're, you know, seeing is also believing. And so to see for a, a young girl in Greece to see you and your message and what you're, you've accomplished could inspire her to pursue her dreams and to bring that visual part of this important communication forward. That's a big part. Another big part of Sylvia Global's um, mission is the re-imaging of of antiquated um, perceptions associated with philanthropy Mm -hmm. and what it means to be wealthy. So we oftentimes limit our perspectives of wealthy people to that of the Kardashians or, you know, <laughs> athletes or entertainers when um, that's not the only definition or the only behavior of people with wealth. They do um, tremendous good. And also it's not limited to monetary wealth. So to bring the that message forward and to do it with the First Ladies of Nations. Oh, um, I like that. the First Ladies of emerging nations that are often associated with countries that are in deep poverty or in deep need um, mm-hmm. to be to reveal another side to those countries and the influence of those first ladies of actually being the change agents for incredible big bold giving and work in their countries. So wow. by having you know this global first ladies initiative as a part of Sylvia Global's mission um, is a way of supporting a global call to action for women and girls' health, the First Ladies Initiative, and for all people, but especially women and girls, since that's the focus of Sylvia Global, um, to be able to begin to see themselves as the First Lady of Influence in their own homes, their own communities, um, in their own places of influence, and to embrace it. And to see, you know, they too, no matter what age or stage, um, there's the power to change um, the world, you know, wherever they may be. 
Gail, how did you become inspired to, like, how did you say, okay, I want to, the women's and girls, like, that, the first ladies, like, how did that come about? How did you first, was it an idea? Was it something you were talking about? Or how did that come about, the women and girls? Mm. Well, like, it just happened um, with great, with laser focus less than four years ago when we moved to Arizona. Uh, prior to that, I had never been engaged in something so heavily gender-focused. Um, in fact, I spent the majority of my business career as the only, often the only female um, and many times only African-American in settings, um, mm-hmm. also globally, you know, in my education in Japan and in the Peace Corps and other places in Switzerland, you know, being the only one, and really learning how to embrace that. Uh, What happened about, you know, three years ago when we moved to Arizona, I was meeting such incredible women um, in, in very influential positions with incredible resources, but um, equally incredibly big, generous hearts. Right. We had been doing most of our give. Yes, it is. It starts from the heart's desire. So we had been doing um, most of our giving um, privately. You know, no fanfare, no need for recognition, just addressing whatever the problem may be and responding to that. But what happened at the U.S.-Mexico border is that we also, I also had a chance to to meet and see incredible women who were from Mexico mm-hmm. um, doing wonderful work along with other women in Arizona. And thought, you know, this is, um, other than the Girl Scouts, you know, and that's reality, <laughs> you know, I, again, hadn't been involved in um, things so focused on women and girls. So we wanted to... It became very important for me to share and show the diversity of philanthropy in US, yes. the U.S. and Mexico. And then it also became very clear to me that we needed the visibility and a platform for those voices to be present so other women and girls could see themselves in that same light no matter what their age. So they know that they're not alone or they have support or they can relate to certain stories that are going on. Exactly, and it's never too late. It's never too early and it's never too late. That was my next question. You're really good. (laughs) I was going to ask you what age do you think it's good to start talking. But you're right, it's never too late. There's never a time limit to begin a a change or a state of mind. It it absolutely is never too early or too late. Um, Do you believe that? in the womb. That's true. It starts in the womb. I I wanted to ask you. Oh, it starts in the womb. Sorry, I didn't just No, I wanted to ask you your opinion about um, in the inner cities, like um, the way some the images in the media, and I'm sure with sylviaglobal.com, that's also one of your goals is to change like you said, the face of philanthropy and bring different um, facets to it. Um, do you think that poverty is a state of mind, too, that is also promoted to certain 
um, genders or certain classes in the world? In races and nations. Absolutely. And I think that's another um, part of Sylvia Global's mission is to reveal the influence of change, being able to change that. So, for example, on the the real reason for the first the global call to action for women and girls' health, that first ladies initiative, is to use Sylvia Global as a platform because, um, in this case, I'll just use the example. You know, Africa is so often associated with charity and need. You know, being a place of poverty, that's where people go to feel good about their goodwill, you know, and helping those poor people in Africa. Well, being African-American, you know, think about what that says to me as an individual, especially as a girl, that our people are always the ones in need. You know, our people are always the ones on the receiving end. And we start to internalize this mixed message of, yes, we can accomplish certain things, but it's really only allowed for others. It may not be allowed for me. And then we become um, discouraged and perhaps even complacent, and it affects our, our whole psychology of how we operate in the world because if we see ourselves as only being in a place of need, then there's mm-hmm. no we we give our power away. So yeah. put tables on that and use Sylvia Global as an example for a platform to reimage that and to have a first lady of a country showing other people around the world that no, 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 that's that is a part of our reality, but that's not the whole story. You know, here's the other part of the story. We're incredibly rich people doing incredibly um, powerful things that affect our economies, our survival, and empower and inspire one another and those beyond our world. Well, then hearing and seeing that causes me to pause and think, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. I could dream of becoming a physician. I could even one day become a first lady. Well, look at Michelle Obama, you know, or I can become right here in my own home a first lady of influence to be able to start to shift that way of thinking and influence my immediate home and community. So, um well, I really like that. I get it now. Like being the first lady in in your life for yourself. Yeah. Like showing up for Absolutely. yourself and then. Absolutely. That's, so that's the incredible. first lady of influence could have been the neighbor next door who the child went home to after school every day for three years because their mother and father worked an evening shift. That was the neighbor who read to them and told them, you can you're going to go to college one day or you're going to be an astronaut or you're going to own horses and you're going to use that for equine therapy. That first lady of influence could be anyone. That's why I believe that, like, anybody could take a role with themselves. It takes a village, really, to raise and be there even for each other. As with exactly our fellow right. friends. Or, yeah. 
I really like that message that you're conveying, the first lady, uh, just to be present. And how about the role of the male, like in your um, on your radio show? How how are even though your focus is with um, you know with men, women and girls, young girls, how about um, the men? Are they included in it as well? well and how do you feel? I, I love men. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I have them. Thank God for them. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be here without a man, you know. Um, and I happen to have um, the wonderful experience of having a legacy of generations of examples of wonderful men and a wonderful husband who comes from his own family of wonderful men and is a wonderful father and businessman and friend and uncle and employer. Yes, I agree. So um, it's like asking me, you know, do, do you only like your right hand? It's like, no, I need and want my left hand too, you know. I, do you only good, like good. your left ear? No, I need my right ear. I would be, you know, we would really be incomplete without the right. other. So um, what I not, you know, what we, we do use Sylvia Global and the male's voice on Sylvia Global is to help reaffirm um, support for the wonderful work that women and girls do, where there are voices like I have, like I have in my own life and business, and um, now a man saying, "I believe in you, I support you, I'm here for you," um, and to do it in a way that's side by side and understanding and from a perspective that only a man can have, you know, so we can challenge um, in a very healthy way one another. Um, there can even be points of agreeing to disagree, but the the whole purpose is the bigger mission of advocating and supporting the good that comes from women and girls and family units. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad that a lot of like we need positive role models for relate, you know, for relationships, the successful ones. You want to hear about that, and because I know a lot of the young girls, if they were if they grew up in a one parent home, that's not what they grew up with. So having to see that in you know, being the first lady to them to help them realize that they're worth that and they can attract that into their life, a life partner that they don't have to, you know, to set themselves to less, basically. Because That's very, very important what you just said. And it's also reflected in Sylvia Global as a platform. So at sylviaglobal.com, the listeners will see um, this category called leadership, there's health, there's business, there's wealth, there's philanthropy, and there's arts and entertainment. Um, under the wealth category, we have wealth psychologists and the True North um, Wealth Advisors. And one of the conversations, the, several of the conversations we've been having has been exactly what you were talking about and how that affects um, um, the relationships women have with money because of the lack of positive mm. models. So in the entertainment and arts category, for example, Cindy Perlman just um, did an interview uh, where she quotes, um, you know, Viola Davis and Susan Saranda around that same topic, you know, the, the positive role models and those influences. And so it, it does affect 
um, all these facets of our life. And what we bring through Sylvia Global with hosts like you is an opportunity for the listener to pause and think about, wow, I never realized I could adjust or that it could influence me that way and that this is what I can take control of and do so that I have, I can change it, you know, and make it better, um, to be able to shine a light on the parts that are not what we want, that might be negatively or painfully carrying forward and pausing and saying, wow, now I see a light's been shined on this. Here's some tools and tips and advice for taking it away, you know, to take away from this interview that I can use. Because there is a stigma in people's mind. They're just the way we think sometimes, and it's very like lack and in fear, you know? And I think that's a great thing. I think that's a great thing. And what are some of the ways that that you, like, how do you start your day to keep yourself positive or keep yourself um, open to your message or? How do, what are some steps that you take in your day? Well, I started the night before I go to sleep uh, because the, the the day for me actually begins when I close my eyes the night before because subconsciously, you know, mm-hmm. our brains are still functioning. And mm-hmm. so if I close the day with a, a, a sense and, a, and speaking the words of gratitude through prayer, um, through laughter, through a good dinner conversation or a walk on the beach or sitting in the garden or watching or reading um, a good program, then that's a way for me to, like, close up what appear to be close up one day but actually settle myself for a good night's sleep. And all of those dreams that I may have and all of those worries that may have been floating around all kind of start to um, calibrate themselves into some really valuable um, things that come forward in life later on. So I just close the day up with a good night's sleep and with rest and gratitude, and then I start the morning with a quiet time. Um, A lot of people drink coffee. For me, I... I cannot start the day without reading my Bible and journaling. Mm. Um, mm. I do use I use a tip that Julia Cameron, who was on the show also, um, I learned from a book I read like almost 30 years ago called Morning Pages, which is thing in the morning during my quiet time reading my book. I just free flow, um, write, you know, three pages and just kind of mentally dump um, all that's at the top of my, you know, it's in there. And then I go into my garden, I get my breakfast, and uh, under normal circumstances, I go to the gym, you know, and I'm there early in the morning because I want to start off exercising. You know, I just, was <laughs> flowing, um, riding my bike or, um, you know, a dance class or gyro tonic or Pilates. And then um, at some point, um, I go to my garden and that's when I, you know, when I'm making my breakfast, I'm feeding the dog, and then I go feed um, the garden. Um, and there's just something very powerful for me about watching those seeds um, 
below the soil surface to a place where I can see them and then experience the fruits from it, no matter Mm -hmm. what the wind conditions may be, no matter what the circumstances may be, there are these powerful lessons um, for life that I learn and see in the garden. And it helps Mm. to keep me visually grounded. And from there, um, I shower, get dressed, start the day, you know, and... and yeah, that's really beautiful. I really like that the what you said, like beginning your day the night before. I think that's a very important practice that a lot of us should begin or just even try, you know, something new like that because it's so true in our subconscious, our mind is constantly working, you know. And yeah, um, so before we... mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Well, you know, what happens with home offices and 24-hour accessibility to our electronics is Mm -hmm. that people start shutting down later and later and later and later. So even I have to, um, you know, have to really pull myself away from my cell phone because just out of habit I might check my email, you know, if I wake up, you know. Yes. you know, text somebody because, oh, something just came to mind. And I really have to um, find myself being extremely diligent and Mm -hmm. shutting everything down earlier uh, rather than later. Otherwise, it it just all flows into one big blob, you know, one big day that just... Yes, and then it just stops. Yeah, that makes sense because, you know, this... Any, if you start your day off all frantic, then the rest of the day, you set the tone. Um, before we get to closing here with you today, Gail Sylvia, I wanted to thank you again for being on our show. Do you have any a quote or um, a scripture from the top of your head that you would like to share with our listeners? Mm, thank you so much. You know, every day I have some friends that we text one another in the morning and in the evening with a a Bible verse for the day and a song for the day. And so the scripture for today was Hebrews 13, 2, and it says, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Oh, I I think that, that, again, that's Hebrews 13, 2, and... I think what I really like about that uh, is it reminds me that we never know who, we never know other people's stories and who they are. So all lives count. And Mm -hmm. just be kind and caring toward everyone. And we never know, you know, there are angels unaware that, it could be one of those angels that we may have been looking for and needing. And then the song for today, um, Be Grateful, by Walter Hawkins. Walter Hawkins? Yes, Walter Hawkins. It's called Be Grateful. Oh, that's a beautiful song. That's um, that's. Uh, so how did you get that song today? Um. When you're looking for good, it comes to you in your mind and in your spirit and you might just hear it. I don't know. That one just was on my heart today. Be grateful. 
that's a beautiful message. Is there any closing words that you want to, you know, give to our listeners? Yeah, thank you so much for this interview. We're so excited, Daisy. Just absolutely thrilled that you're joining us here for a series of shows on Sylvia Global. We want the listeners to um, subscribe to Sylvia Global and follow you um, on Twitter and like you on Facebook and support the wonderful music that you bring into the world along with the incredible guests that you're going to have on your upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the opportunity, Gail, and um, this, the message that you bring about this gratitude and positivity and bringing a new face to philanthropy and getting the word out and connecting people, connecting great people and the network. It's almost like, what is something, find your passion, right? And it's so true. You find your passion yeah. and you do what you love. And do what you love. Yeah. And just for closing, is there anything else, anyone you'd like to thank besides? Thank you. Thank, thank you. Our great team here, Mark and um, others, SMF and Tracy and Angelo and everyone for their support. You know, we've got a great team here at Sylvia Global, and just join us and follow us with, um, and participate in all the work that they're bringing forth to the world. Have a great day, Daisy. Thank you so much for um, calling in, and it's been an honor to have you on, um, for me to interview you, Daisy Dia, on SylviaGlobalRadio.com. Thank you. My pleasure. Couple of Thank you. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.